Hello, everybody, and welcome to a new episode of Clinically Pressed. Uh, it's been a couple of weeks since we got one out, but we're happy and excited to get this one out. Uh, it actually is an interview with the guys that we have our partnership with and promotion that we talk about at the beginning of each episode. That is Paragon Nutrition and Fitness. That's right, we got to sit down with the Pauls. Uh, we've been trying to do this one for a while uh, as we really like what these guys do, obviously. Uh, and it's also fun to hear their backstory on why they do it, and we think that's really important. That's a lot of what we cover in this episode, is just kind of their backstory, how they got started, what was the reason for it, and it's deeper than you would think for most people starting something in the supplement busy business where it is overcrowded, there is a lot going on, there's always somebody trying to sell you the next latest and greatest, uh, and these guys really do have some fantastic stuff. Uh, so we highly recommend checking that out. Um, after, you can always go and check out ParagonFN.com, uh, check out all the stuff that they have, some really good things that can help you sleep, help you control some inflammation within your body, just the highest quality of ingredients to go into all that. So when you check out, use promo code CP15, and that'll get you 15% off at checkout. Also, uh, we kind of retooled and redid our Patreon. If that's something that you might be interested in to help support us, we do a dollar from a dollar up to five dollars or more an episode, uh, and that will include early releases. Uh, we only put out about 26 episodes a year, so it is not a huge commitment in that regard. But if that's something you'd be interested in doing to help support the show, we'd greatly appreciate it. One last one, please make sure to hop over onto YouTube if you haven't yet. Click subscribe because that also helps us out tremendously. With that, enjoy our episode with the Pauls of Paragon Nutrition and Fitness. Sitting here with the Pauls from Paragon Fitness and Nutrition, and uh, excited. We're, we're uh, we've been trying to get this scheduled for a while. And finally, so finally doing it. Balls. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you for making the trip up here. That's yeah. a long ways out of you guys' way. Problem. Yeah. So um, I guess jumping right into it, uh, we got Paragon Fitness and Nutrition. Tell us about it. Jumping right in. Uh, so, Paul had had a lot of the work and foundation done, um, I'd say like years ago now, total accumulated time for a couple of years. Yeah. The, the uh, business was born in a notebook off of a lot of his studies and research and experience and uh, we had always kind of talked about going into business together or some sort of venture together. Um, sounds familiar. Yeah, <laughs> things, things finally aligned and we were in good spots um, professionally and um, with family and stuff that it was ready to launch so we through conversations over the course of the last seven years now, seven or eight years, yeah, it's been a while, um, Paul had researched more and more, and we talked about different aspects of fitness, health, um, professionals in workplaces where job stress is more prevalent um, and more detrimental, and finally got to the point where we could could launch and we did we jumped in so that was kind of the the start of it I guess you know it was just kind of putting ideas to fruition and committing to something and um, building from literally nothing to what we are now and what we're gonna go to eventually even so 
It's been fun. We've learned a lot yeah. already. We haven't been around for a year yet. Was it September? So yeah. yeah, really not that long. It feels like a long time, but pretty young. Yeah, doing all right. Yeah, yep. We made a good jump right away, and uh, we've been able to sustain and to keep expanding. And now we can. We're at the point where we can. Um, be a little more tactful and um, strategic with partnerships and with relationships with other people and athletes and other organizations that already exist and you know a lot of the difficulty in this this uh, area this arena is brand recognition and keeping loyalty of customers and continuing to progress with products marketing charity work mm-hmm. which we're really big on and uh, so there's a lot that goes in it's a very saturated market but you know we that's why we took our time starting the company because we wanted to make sure everything was in line and that our products were were the top of the line that they were battle tested and that there was literature and, and true science behind them because if you came in with a crap product you might live for a couple of years, but like what until somebody discovers yeah. it. Well, what we see is somebody will find you out, yep. and you'll go away. And you see that a lot with with brands. And so we we have no intention of being one of those that just has a great you know short life, makes its money, and leaves. Oh, this is uh, yeah, now. yeah. This is a this will be a a longevity. Yeah brand and company so mm-hmm. we took our time and we made sure everything was as good as it could be before we let anybody buy it you know we I don't know if that makes us kind of different businessmen you know that we care about the consumer but that's what we did so <laughs> I feel like you did a poor job of introducing I guess too because it's not like you guys are just two guys off the street we're two guys off you know, like, hey, let's just... We were in line getting, we were yeah. line getting coffee. Yeah. 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 So, um, you had started working for the Madison Fire Department, and you'd stay, you'd stay um, with, with us when you came down there. Yep. Just so you didn't have to find an apartment for the nine or ten days a month that you were in Madison. Yep. Um, and we'd talk about issues that you see with with the um, firefighting culture and you know what what problems the community of, of firemen and firewomen see two um, pots of coffee a day two pots of coffee a day massive information yeah. I learned sleep. I learned a lot that, that wasn't good for you shut up <laughs> yeah the doctor two grams is too many <laughs> two grams of caffeine yeah uh-huh. I still remember that conversation oh oh this is all making oh, sense yeah. <laughs> yeah that's really where our products um, came from and, and how they were the design came about of of what's in the products and what they're meant for is to solve the the, the chronic or help with the chronic inflammation help people get some sleep um, recover from the grueling lifestyle that that uh, firefighting and, and police and military uh, and what those communities see in their day day to day life, and then coincidentally, those things also cross over into fitness, the fitness world, and uh, we focus mostly on CrossFit. Um, yeah, because that's what we that's what what our background is, and it's our biggest exposure. Yeah, so for sure. um, that's where we met years ago, and. Paul actually officialed my wedding, and so that's been cool to be able to go to business together. Yeah, and everything. So, did a great job. Thanks. It was fun. It was a good time. Yeah. Um, the the cool thing about it is that we we found a lot of parallels between um, these public safety and and civic service professions and professional athletes. Yeah. Or. Professional parents who yeah. work out and have busy schedules, you know. Even the, you know, once we get, like, specifically night gains and, and flame off into, um, like, my parents' friends' hands, they try it, and they're like, oh, how do I buy this? You know, I've slept better than I've slept in a long time. So that's... Forever. 
you know, the aging community is al was also on our mind when, when we were designing these products. So um, those three different communities um, were a big factor in how we designed the products. Um, I feel like the aging population especially has uh, issues with sleeping, it yes. seems like, in my patient base yeah. anyways. Mm, like you've talked about yeah. multiple times, just the inflammation and looking at oh, the anti-inflammatory yeah. Yeah, an anti diets, but then... Look at any chronic illness, what's the right. root of it? It's so inflammation. Yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, these products won't cure anything. They won't make everything disappear, but they at least help and get you going in a better direction mm -hmm. to manage things and to actually overcome them altogether. Because our theory is, you know, if somebody's wanting to pursue a more active lifestyle or a healthier one, you know, obviously you have to improve your sleep, which we can help with, but it's still on the on the individual to limit, you know, bright light exposure, limit distractions, at-home stresses. Yeah, but this will help you far and away while once you're able, you know, to go to bed. It, it helps a ton. And then on top of that, adding, like, the flame off, which has been a huge hit with all of our athletes and with all of the people in the protective services. Um, you know, if you can decrease... Uh, the aches and the pains and you can help someone's recovery they're more likely to continue to be active and so it kind of snowballs you know you could do one without the other but doing both together only accelerates things like what's the common thing you hear from someone as to why they're not you know working out I'm just speed up knees are shot okay well let's you know we know that movement will help those but how can we get them Right. to feel more comfortable making the out. step. Yeah. <laughs> so that was pretty cool that they they all related closely together. Like when, you know, foundationally when you break everything down, the issues are similar no matter what. So, yeah, we had this vision coming in that it was going to be, you know, driven towards this one field. But then quickly we're like, well, these, this, you know, this demographic benefits from this mm -hmm. too. Well, then this one does, and then, well, okay, so now you're almost at the point where it's like everybody could use help, you know, or something. But so that's been kind of cool. Like we've, as we've grown, we've expanded in these different areas, and you meet more people and hear their stories and how this stuff has helped or what's limited them in the past, and it's really pretty overwhelming. You know, sometimes we have to take a step back and be like, okay, you know, from a business side, right? We were, where do we need to focus first? Like, how do we continue to grow so we can keep expanding and helping all these other people, you know, because you can't just do a little bit here and there. Mm -hmm. So to get us out and to be put in front of more people, to help more people, you kind of have to take a little more targeted approach. I think that's where we've grown a lot mm -hmm. in the past, you know, 10 months or whatever that it's been so it's been fun it's interesting yeah. we're always learning but <laughs> so, you, so you mentioned your background what's the the chemist background then Jens? I have a degree in chemistry and and a minor in physics and did some engineering studies as well um, so I like I like making things <laughs> um, and my, my main hobby for the past seven years now has been reading research in the nutrition and wellness field so that's just, just what I do in a little bit yeah, yeah. yeah. it's uh yeah there's so much information um and that's just what I enjoy doing uh in in the evenings is just digging through some research like well I wonder if based on you know what I just read you know it's look at this issue and see if there's any correlations and let's try to tie some things together and that's all just in my mind right now and you know paragon is kind of an expression of um all of that thought process and all of that information kind of coming out in the some way that we can we can help some people and uh try to do some neat things yeah, so they, like every one of our products has a specific goal mm -hmm. and a reason. It's not, um, we don't have anything out there that's like, just because, 
mm-hmm. you know, um, just because there might be a market for it. I don't really believe in that. If we can't tell someone specifically what this could help them with um, or why it's important, mm-hmm. we don't have it, you know. Um, yeah, and so I think it's been fun that we haven't lost our identity at all. And, um, you know, even given that's what's fun with him is it's like an encyclopedia of all things related to this. So if I have someone come to me with a question of, well, what about, you know, I have this, this, and this going on, will this still help? Well, hang on. <laughs> Let me go find out. And then you can usually find it out. And we were actually talking about this on the way over, like, um, like mainstream, like internet media has made what we do kind of difficult at times because everybody's a professional now, right? And you see it at work and you see it at work and now we see it, but you know, it's like we were, we were talking about like creatine and everybody still talks about cycling creatine. Well, if you're not abusing it, if you're not taking absurd amounts every day, it's super healthy for everybody. It's hard to take. I mean, you, you talk to John, or you listen to John Wellborn about creatine. He takes two 10-gram doses a day. Yeah. You know, he's a former pro NFL player and still works out a lot, and that's just what he takes. He's a big guy. Um, and that's on the high end. Yeah, that's a, that's a high end. People, um, people would be like, oh, yeah, 20 grams a day, that's a lot. But, and he says, you know, build up to that. But it's all, it's all based on body weight. True. Yeah. Um, but five, five grams is a really safe dose that mm-hmm. is for anybody for anybody uh, like there's research on one-year-olds and tbi wow. and creatine and that was, yeah, my big you know pregnant yeah. women and uh hypoxic environment for yeah. the fetuses they test that with creatine improving fetal mortality with creatine yeah like whoa what do you so know? if you're if you're doing studies on those populations with with anything better be safe you know? mm-hmm. like they just you don't just do studies on something that might have some issues <laughs> yeah. you know creatine has been tested pretty pretty widely and caffeine i think are the top researched across the board i got ferris was talking about his creatine regimen like years and years ago and talking about the research they've seen with like alzheimer's and those diseases and where it's been beneficial and that's where my thought process shifted and did a little bit yeah. more looking so when all of our athletes come in well, how much should I take like should I not take it during then well in camp I might cramp well, I, no like and so where did all this stuff come right from? Like it just it just snowballs you know, all the products we run into those questions of well I heard this yeah. well where <laughs> you know like who wrote it yeah. you know what I mean well a friend of mine shared this thing well so you read a headline and panicked, you know, like, well, you just have to be informed, and, yeah, it's just, really and I get it, it's, good. it's so tough to take the time to look into everything, and no. to be knowledgeable on all things, but, you know, there's all sorts of literature that you should be able to make your own, your own decision, and, yeah. you know, there's a lot of really safe things, and there's a lot of really bad things, so it's just kind of finding what's what mm-hmm. and that's where we took so much time was okay how many studies said this how many studies said that mm-hmm. now let's mix them all together right. and really make sure make the best decision yep. Yeah. Yep. yeah that's the hard part with the evidence-based stuff is there's so much contradiction yeah. out there well and we really take all like, this like if we sell to someone or if one of our athletes is taking something like I feel personally responsible for anything that oh, could happen. Yeah. That's like our biggest stress mm-hmm. and fear and all of this. It's not money, it's not whatever. Right. It's like okay. How's this Things gonna go? Well, yeah. Nothing, yeah. Nothing and now that we're working with professional athletes, it's even bigger where it's like you don't want so one of the big things was like none of this can pop on a test. Right, right. Yeah. It has to be legal. Yeah. That was one question I was gonna yeah. for you guys. Just and then the other thing is like this can't hurt their performance because their performance is their livelihood. Yep. Mm-hmm. So we were very diligent. Well, Paul was especially diligent with making sure everything was yeah 
all tidied up. Right. But, mm-hmm. but yeah, so like, you know, that's each one of our products. It has a goal. It's been researched. It's yeah. been proven. With, and it's, you know. With the conflicting research where one study says one thing, the other mm-hmm. one says another, you, you know, you got to go dig in and look at study design. You know, how did they, how did they test this? What's the population size? What was the, take hydroxymethylbutyrate, for example, which is in one of our upcoming products. Um, there's conflicting research. The product, and who funded it? Yeah. The product, when it works, it works on preventing um, extreme muscle breakdown. So delayed onset muscle soreness is what you'll notice. Um, doesn't happen if you take the product properly. And that's going to that's gonna work best in an untrained community. So people are first getting into exercise, you know, your first leg day after not doing legs for six months. Yeah, you're not going to walk for a while. Um, I could walk. That's, yeah. yeah. But that's where something like that population and then your high-level elite athletes who are constantly in an overreaching phase preparing for competition, yep. um, that's also where it works, where you're going to extreme lengths that your body's not used to. So if your study design is like, yeah, we took, we took 10 well-trained athletes, and you look at what well-trained means, like they have a squat of 155 pounds. That's not, not really well that's not a well-trained yeah. athlete, in my <laughs> opinion. You know, that might be a personal record for people, and that's great, but it's not really reaching the echelon of, of fitness, you know, or something that you're going to be working in extreme muscle breakdown. So your study is already flawed, where it's like, yeah, it didn't work, or there wasn't any difference between the placebo and the, and the uh, group dosed with the hydroxymethylbutyrate because it was a poorly designed study. So all those things... Methods are right. so important. Yeah. On um, one, and I just might be getting in the weeds, like the delivery system of it in terms of like getting through your like stomach and the digestion phase. Yeah. Like I'm a base, I'm not going to assume, but I'm going to say it, that I assume that that's something you obviously took into consideration just because mm-hmm. you hear that a lot with if it's a qual- or a crappy quality yeah. You know, coating or whatever a capsule it's in that, yep. in essence, you're losing out, like, I was hearing it on, like, glutathione. If it's not in a specific type of a capsule, you're, yep. just, sure to you're get just throwing well, money down. Didn't you, one of the reasons that Paul had decided to go with a couple of um, different formulas and stuff in here, different, re- um, like, the bulk of it, mm-hmm. you know, the source, was the... Uh, chelated minerals, yeah. because they're more bioavailable right. when your body can uptake them. So, like, that's yeah. something that is easy to look over. Mm-hmm. But if you really want to make an effective supplement, right, is yeah. really important. Like right. night gains, we're not using magnesium oxide that has like a five like a five percent <laughs> absorption yeah. rate. It's, right, you know, iron oxide is rust. Right, mm-hmm. magnesium oxide is oxidized magnesium. Your body doesn't want to absorb it, so you attach it. You have it attached to a, an amino acid like glycine, which also helps with the uh, calming the brain down. Um, then it's absorbed better, and you also have another another thing that works together with the magnesium and the other products or the other ingredients in night gains to do what we wanted to do. For sure. Um, and what's been, that's been fun, though. It's a lot is of that we've been taking. Yeah, yeah and he he geeks out over it. Um, and I'm just happy it works. But, uh, <laughs> but like when we first put all this stuff together and had our um, testers, yeah. people we trusted mm-hmm. that we knew what their lifestyle was and who we knew would give honest and like valuable feedback, that was pretty cool because we thought we were going to have to change a lot. Mm-hmm. Or like, you know, you never know. You're right. nervous and right. you're like, okay. And like the night gains mm-hmm. was like overwhelmingly positive. Mm-hmm. And like, can't believe this worked. What is this? Mm-hmm. When is it available? <laughs> Can I get some more? Yeah. 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 And that's how it all was. And we we're like, that's incredible. And, yeah. you know, you go down the list of what we have and everything's come back that way, and which is really reassuring. But it also shows that 
Paul did his due diligence and research and really, really, really put together the right stuff. Absolutely. Um, like I said, ultimately it's people's lives, you know, and you don't want to you don't want to mess with them. And then the other part of it too now from a business aspect is it's their money and you want them getting the right value for what they're mm-hmm. paying you to provide, you know. So so it's been working, yeah. which is outstanding. I sleep way better. I'm way healthier than I was. Um, I know other guys on the job, um, some of our veteran friends, um, some yeah. <laughs> I'm dead I've, I've thought about giving it to my kids. Okay. Right. My dog is not sleeping. Right. As well. <laughs> so you just I do it. It's starting to dry. For the back. record, I wouldn't give it to my kids because of the GABA, which is oh, a neurotransmitter. Okay. Yeah, that's good. Point. Um, and I don't want to mess with anything like that. Plus, yeah. the, with kids, the dosage is just different. Well, his kids yeah. are developing it. Yeah. Very yeah. young. Yeah, yeah, it, for sure. So almost two and three. So, yeah, real small, real small kids. One of them just doesn't so they, sleep well. So yeah. they just need all the the brain development they can get yet. Yeah. <laughs> but, but yeah, I mean, like, it's been cool. Like you guys interviewed Kogan. You interviewed yeah. Eamon. These are guys who I'm sure told you in those interviews that sleep was bad, and my sleep was horrid after work. You know, I could maybe take a nap, but then I was just up and if I went to work you know especially being on the med unit I wasn't going to work to get any sleep mm-hmm. you know um, and uh, my abuse of caffeine for a while but um, the the positive impact we've had not just on the sleep but like mental clarity and I would say like emotional stability you know for some of these guys who've experienced uh, repetitive traumatic events in previous endeavors that they've had. Um, that's been really cool to see the positives come from that too. I mean, that's a really significant issue um, in a lot of fields. And to be able to help uh, with their coping of that or their management of that stuff has been pretty outstanding, you know, because that's usually the snowballer of, you know, you might have these events that happen and then your sleep starts to go away. Well, then when you're up all the time and not sleeping at all, when you start hitting that insomnia phase of things, any issue you had is now magnified and it's just a rough road to get down to. So again, if we can provide something that helps in those aspects of things, that's huge. That's huge for us, and it's huge for them. For sure. Yeah, it seemed life changing. <laughs> huge. Yeah. yeah. That, that product just kept coming up. I mean, those both those guys have gone through a lot. And I've I have friends who are still active who use it when they're not on deployment, and it helps. You know, which is great. Mm. Which is great. It's what it should all be all about. Yeah. So yeah, yeah that's yeah. awesome. <laughs> so. Um, well, we talked a little bit about the, the flame off, talked a, quite a bit about the night gain. So what about your guys' other products? Big fan of the catalyst samples. Just throwing that out there. Are you? Big fan. Yep. That's cool. Uh, so catalyst well, is yeah. <laughs> It's out now. Um, it's our pre-workout, and it is pretty awesome. Jan's nailed it again, as per usual, but... That's been an overwhelming hit. I don't think we've had anything. No, it's selling really well. Negative from yeah. anyone yet either. Um, only taking too much. Yeah. Um, too much and too empty of a stomach. Yeah. But that's in all things. Yeah. yeah. So yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I can see it. Well, that, was good. that wasn't a f- formula no. problem. Sure. So. So if someone gets up to work out right away in the morning, just have something with it. You'd recommend. You know, figure it out. Um, I would say after you, if you normally eat before you work out in the morning. Keep doing Continue. that. Um, but I take it on an empty stomach, and I just have to eat after I work out, yep. which is, oh, I should do anyways. Yeah, right. That's all I do as well. Uh, if I don't eat, then it's like this deep, empty feeling in my stomach. Okay. Like everything's gone. Okay. Everything's Mine was gone. in the middle of the afternoon. I wasn't working out. I was just kind of experimenting with the focus oh, yeah. portion yeah. of it. Um, I haven't cool, taken huh? a, I haven't taken a pre workout since college, and that was NO Explode which is another yeah. story for another day. But, yeah, I was just messing with it in that regard because we had that conversation. You get a lot of work done on it. I, 
like the feeling, but didn't have any of the like stomach issues or anything like that or whatnot. Yep, just a little sample. Yep. Yeah, but I don't still got the little little tingles, so I knew knew some stuff was working. Yeah. It's like, well, we know that for sure kicked in. Yeah. I get it all here with any beta alanine. Yep. Yeah. I uh, I really like a good pre workout, but once I started doing CrossFit, like all of them jump your heart rate up so high that like part way into a workout and just like breathing heavy. You crash or you'd feel sick. Yeah. Yeah, I, I didn't like taking pre-workouts mm-hmm. anymore because of that. Yep. So this was kind of a way to be able to take a pre-workout again and, and not spike the heart rate up right away and, and just be able to focus on the workout and be in the right frame of mind and have more energy and just the right things that, according to research, work um, for um, helping you out with your workouts a little bit. Catalyst. It's a fitting name. Yeah, right? Yeah, right? Yeah. I've tried just another one because AJ just had some left over and he's like, here, you want this? I was like, oh, we'll just experiment. I don't know what it is about that one, but I almost get like sinus congestion after taking oh, really? it, which I thought was interesting. Which one is it? Won't say it on air. I'll oh, let you okay. know afterwards, <laughs> just just in case. I'm not trying to make any enemies yeah, on this one. Right. but um, But yeah, it was just kind of interesting to have that and that's... The only, I think the other one that I tried once or twice that was good was Stepani's that oh, yeah, yeah. didn't seem to mess with me at all yeah. or whatnot. But see, that's another guy who does his research. And yeah. That's the just, thing that I thought was super cool. The thing that I thought was super cool when we did the interviews uh, when we were in Madison is like, you both can talk about it, but then like you had referenced, like if somebody wants to get into the weeds, there's like no hesitation. You, you know it. Like yeah. Oh, yeah. you can just throw it out there and it's not like walking into a local supplement store where they know what to say but if you were to pry into it they can't tell you they can't give you they can't give you the nuts and bolts and even just looking at nutrition on a bigger scale and not just saying this will fix everything like Mm -hmm. but you don't have to change anything else it's been great with paul too is like every ingredient in all these you can tell you what effect it's going to have and then not only individually but when they combine Mm -hmm. you know and they build off each other um and how they'll metabolize together and all that stuff um we've covered you know paul has figured out what it's going to do why what the differences could be like if something if someone reported this well we if he didn't know we were going to figure out why that possibly because like we had um one of our athletes talking about like, oh, man, I just don't know. Like, I get this weird feeling after this, this, and this. Well, so we dug in a little more, and it was a correctable cause. It was just back to taking too much with yeah. zero food and his lack of sleep mm-hmm. and, you know, that kind of stuff. So it's not cure-alls, but people that tell you that everything they give you is a cure-all are lying right. to you, you know. It's stuff that helps your body do what it's supposed to do. Yep. You know, if you're if you're doing... Which you should be on your end. This will just kind of help boost or optimize it. Yeah, for yeah. Lack of a better word. yeah. Help your body function the way it's supposed to. But so that's why we did, you know, the other stuff too, like the omega three. It's widely researched. We went with a really high purity and potency, um, and that's been great. And same with the vitamin D. Um, widely researched, pretty much unanimous on the benefits. And the beautiful thing is that if you take, you know, those are two that we offer not just for their individual um, benefits, but for combining it with everything else that we have. Mm -hmm. It's starting to total package everything, you know, like, so if you're getting this benefit from this and this one from this and all three of these together are giving you this, well, then if you add in this one, like, you're going to... You're gonna be on a lot smoother road, a lot better path to whatever your goals may be. Um, I don't have joint pain anymore, which is awesome. And I think it's a lot of that mixed with just the source of the other stuff I'm taking that we have. You know, so like I always did fish oil, but usually individually, and I was kind of here and there on the vitamin D. But so now that I'm more consistent with those and taking the flame off, uh, that's 
that's got to be it, you know. And you know, I'm a little cleaner. Like our the once we came out with our protein too, the construct, mm-hmm. um, that's so clean that I don't think I'm battling any negative effects from my protein source or like. Crap out there. Yeah, yeah. It's amazing. And I used to take it, I guess. So I found that out. <laughs> I used to take a lot of those different ones. Uh-huh. So um, back to the you can't pronounce most of the things on the yeah. label type of thing, yeah. and it's like reading a novel. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and I'm sure you learned a lot of that from um, from the other one too. But like our like our whey protein is pasture fed. It's very you know humane sources that they get it from um the way that they the processing is is very minimal yeah. so it's uh the lowest heat processing that you can legally do um in the united states so that keeps the the proteins more intact yeah. it takes longer it takes longer costs them more it's all done <laughs> all done in the fa- same facility that um that's sourced at okay. that you know, they source it from a cheese-making process. It's yeah. also turned into whey in the same building. So it doesn't leave. It doesn't get loaded up and taken across the country. Yeah. It's less than eight hours from cheese-making process to dried whey protein. That's what's funny with protein, too, is everybody wants, like, a good deal. Yeah. You know, and they buy all this stuff, and they're like, well, it all comes from the same place. And it's kind of like one of those things, like, I, I think I best explained it to someone the other day that had some questions about it. And they're like, well, why does that matter? Why does that window matter? Mm-hmm. And I told them, I'm like, well, you wouldn't leave, um, like, chicken and fish sitting on your cupboard or, like, on your counter mm-hmm. for 18 to 20 hours before you decided to cook it. Right. So why would you do that with anything else? Yeah. It also... You know, the more steps in the process, the more you yep. introduce new ways for things to and new go bad. Yep. Um, so simplicity our, still is the best. Our vanilla is what know. five ingredients. Five ingredients and less than a gram of sugar. Chocolate. Chocolate is seven ingredients. Less than a gram of sugar, yeah. and it's natural. It's not so added. So the sugar that to get it in. For absorption purposes and spiking insulin, what recommendations would you have? Like, what do you suggest people take it with? Is it, or just like, so do you just mix it in water and because it's so pure, is your body able to uptake it? Because I know a lot of people will make the argument that you got to have the carbs along with it, you know, to spike oh, insulin yeah. to help so drive it into the muscle, you know, just in terms of taking like the, it. The post workout gummy bear with, yeah. Yeah, or whatever it is. Like, Thoughts on that? I'm totally open to something new and interesting. You know, there's a question here about future product offerings. I'd love to do like a highly branched chain cyclic dextrose um, for post-workout carb source. Um, I've used that in the past, and I think it's really great. It's just a um, a modified carbohydrate that'll empty the stomach fast and then absorb super. Spike the insulin without okay. spiking the blood sugar so much. Yeah. Spiking the blood sugar so much. Yeah, because that was one I know. That's there was big. a guy I had mentioned, yeah. I think you and I talked about it, but had this supposedly super clean, like, whey protein, like, and didn't have any flavor to it because he didn't want any additives. Mm-hmm. But you put that in water, and it tastes terrible. Like, yeah. it is so hard to put down, but there's, like, no sugar in it. So he's like, oh, well, yeah, you just mix it with some, like, Gatorade powder or some, like, applesauce. And it's just like, well, you're touting that this thing is, like, super clean. You know, but then you're mixing in, like, yeah, or powdered Gatorade, which I'm sure is just perfectly clean. 36 grams of sugar. But that, so that was, that's the essence yeah. of the question. Like, but if you're still trying to get all that, like, sure, yeah, your body will uptake it and you'll break it down and you'll get it to where you need to be. But if, and this is a discussion for another day, like the quote unquote, you know, anabolic window or like yeah. trying to maximize all that stuff. Which like, they're finding yeah. is kind of a little more shadier than they originally thought. Yeah, I kind of always thought. Like, you want a carbohydrate. That's mm-hmm. it. All depends on the type of exercise that you're yeah. doing too, and but how it's much accepted you do. that you can take that stuff. But I would still yeah. say that like, just because your car needs fuel doesn't mean you 
put in like the worst quality right. fuel you could find. Mm -hmm. You know, there's healthier ways of doing stuff than, oh, I, I was guilty of it, but I was also like 21 and could do whatever I wanted and was sleeping fine and whatever. Well, yeah, like you could slam protein and you could eat a Pop-Tart and I was still losing body fat, like... Yeah. That was cool, but that's not that's not reality. You know what I mean? So um, I don't recommend that. Yeah. But uh, but there's a demographic that could get away with it for a while, and that all goes away eventually. Yeah. And there's so. also things that elite, high functioning athletes can do and need to do. Like, how many people at the CrossFit Games are on the Paleo diet? Like, I don't know. Mm -hmm. yeah. Is there anybody anymore that really is? Not widely publicized. Yeah. I mean, well, it, the new thing now is the flexible paleo because you can so have. Eating like a normal person. Like a normal, healthy. Clean, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. Clean, yeah. Clean. yeah. So the biggest weird. thing that they do right. is yeah. like that flexible paleo is still prominent in really clean, high quality mm -hmm. meat, vegetables, and then like nuts. But then they add in um, like rice. Yeah. Or a starchy potato. Right. Mm -hmm. yeah. So there's stuff that's good for the general populace, and then there's stuff that high-level athletes need to do in order to perform. And they don't. They aren't always the same thing. No, they're not. You can't be... Um, this, this will upset people, but... You... Uh, until you get to know some of the games athletes and re regional athletes in the CrossFit world or some of the professional NFL athletes, mm -hmm. that echelon of people in the population um, are so different than, than you going to do your hour workout a day. Right. And it's not saying that the hour is not really important because it's going to provide you a better, longer, healthier, more productive life. But the commitment and the logistics and the grit that you have to have to—it's unbelievable, isn't it? You know, and that's that's reality for everybody, right. and that's reality for a lot of people that make it to regionals. Like, right. I don't think people understand how hard it is to be considered that good, mm -hmm. and then to do it year after year after year, mm -hmm. or to go through an NFL season. Yeah. Um, so we work with uh, Jared Aberderis is one of our athletes. He yep. plays for the Lions. And he was asked to gain X amount of weight coming into the season. Um, he pounded our, uh, our protein, and um, he took a lot of creatine and different stuff. So um, he got there, and he's still just as fast. But now he did all of that in preparation of hoping to make it through 16-plus weeks of the right. season where his body's going to get thrashed. Yeah. Um, so it's a year-round thing, and the work they have to put in every single day far exceeds what the general population has the time or determination for, so they can get away with doing yeah. some different things. Right. Um, right. Um, well, just the calories that those guys well, made. Yeah. I mean, we found that out with our food. Um, huge Badger fan, but Alex Hornerbrook ate 6,600 6, yeah, 6, yeah, calories a day, yeah. lost weight, was way leaner, mm -hmm. but was eating cleaner. But, I mean, tell, tell me someone that you know that is living a 9-to-5 life that's eating 6,600 calories a day. Right, yeah. They're not. They're not. It's, it's, right, yeah. I was going to say, there's probably some people doing that, but... Yeah, well, that's not, fine. Not, it's not healthy. <laughs> yeah, we found that. You kind of have to work hard to get that many calories. It's a job. It is. Yeah. it is a job. It's a job on top of their other job on top of their other job. Is it, you read uh, John Wellborn's bulking protocol, and he talks about what he had to do Makes me sick. as a 300-pound NFL lineman yep. mm -hmm. at, like, what was he, at 8% body fat? Yep. So he's rolling around with, like, 270 pounds of lean mass. And can run. And can run. Yeah. And, and can... Punch He's eating the wall. Eight thousand, nine thousand calories a day just to maintain. Maintain, not lose. Even Andy. Andy, up, yeah. 15, even Andy, Andy up yeah. fifteen hundred calories, upped it. Like yeah. he was under eating for a three hundred and eighty pound plus or minus on the, any given day guy, and he had like a twenty to twenty five pound switch mm -hmm. in fat and muscle. Yep. 
just I had to do that. I was chronically under eating for a while. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And um, AJ pointed that out again too. That was like my come to Jesus of learning my <laughs> my real health and body. Um, and there are a lot of people out there that do under eat. Mm-hmm. Um, but you have to eat the right stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And just and you can't you can't be one of those people too who's like, well, okay, so they're eating more and they're losing weight and they're just working out a little bit more. So like I can just add in like this brownie after working out or whatever. Yeah. It's like or, you really can't. Or a paleo brownie. Or a paleo yeah, brownie. Yeah. Cane no, sugar. It's still a brownie. Well, it's organic too. It's organic cane sugar. Cane yeah. sugar. Yeah. 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 <laughs> so just the organic sure. paleo brownie. Yeah. 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 All good things. <laughs> but so it's interesting and. It's been cool for us to be in the field yeah. deeper. It is. And yeah. to see into their lives and be mm-hmm. like, you have a really big appreciation for what people are really capable of and their commitment level to it. Yeah. Um, and that's everyone from elite CrossFit athletes to elite NFL athletes to elite special force soldiers to elite moms and dads who crush everything, mm-hmm. you know. Um but I think it's important for people to be honest with themselves and and relatively modest with their what their goal is, what their realistically is possible for what they're willing to put into something. For sure. Yeah. And then using other things to help get them there. Yeah. Diet will take you a long ways. Yeah. Um, we come in to fill some of the voids. Yeah. You know, we believe in recovery so much too because it's. Um, it's only going to increase your performance over over time. Well, that's setting you up for your next workout. Correct. Right. Exactly. Every day is building on the on the previous day. Yeah. We were talking about youth athletes on the way up here and how like a 19 year old guy has so much testosterone that he can just run run a linear strength program for so long because he's just ready ready to add five pounds the next time, five pounds every time. And the longer you can keep doing that, the longer you, oh, now I'm, you know, I just went from doing a five by five, five sets of five rep back squat. I started at 145. Now I'm at 315 over the course of like 20 weeks. I'm still going up. And still going up, five pounds every time. And it's super boring, but when you're, when you have, when you have your recovery set and your ability to recover is primed, then that's what you can do. Like. You're ready to take on the next, mm-hmm. the next adventure, the next, uh, the next call, the next workout, yeah. whatever it is. Um, and like you said, inflammation is at the root of so many, so much disease, mm-hmm. cancers, um, heart disease. It's all inflammation. Yep. Um, There's a lot of research coming out on that now, even more than there was in the past, and like some of the modalities that we used previously. Um, like, I don't like knocking other things, but there is a certain thing you can take to alleviate joint pain. And now they found in a pretty mass study, it was in the UK, that they found you have like a 31% higher chance of suffering a heart attack because of abuse over this one drug, over-the-counter drug. Mm. And that same one, also, study I read the other day, blunts muscle gain after workouts so if you're working out so every athlete, athlete that sits there and you're taking and skittles it, this you thing. are not you're not i think i saw that one pop yeah. up i think i saw that one pop up i think i might have saved it it's a good one it's gonna be i think we were, i was gonna use it as a article thing because i had seen that and um i get ungodly see it every day at work yep and then i see everybody come back the next day saying it's like taking a breath mint it's so weird to me that you can take an over-the-counter that frequently and not even think about any possible ramification down the line for yeah. what you're doing. It's a drug. It's a it's a medicine. Yeah. And um, that's where we really wanted to focus on the inflammation thing because where I was seeing it at work nonstop, and then I would go to the gym and see it nonstop, and I'm going, there are better. There's got to be better ways. And then we found them. Mm-hmm. So that was cool. I don't know last time I did. I've like sworn off medicine unless it's like absolutely needed. I have two. Yeah, I've gone really weird about it. Like I just like there's still the time and the place for all the things. Absolutely. Yeah, I just other than opioid problems. Oh, I mean, oh, you didn't need to bring that up. Thanks, boss. Just kidding. I don't feel any joint pain. (laughs) I feel no pain at all. (laughs) 
off that one. Well, that was down too far of a rabbit hole. What else did I see uh, here? That was kind of down too far of a rabbit hole. What else did I see uh, here? That was kind so of cool. <laughs> any other future offerings that or you guys? Um, we can tell everyone. I mentioned the. We can release this whenever you want. Yeah. So. yeah. Post workout carb. Um, That'd be cool. As somebody who's training one and a half to two hours a day in CrossFit for a while, that's something that really helped me. Yep. Recover after workouts. Stay lean. Yeah, it replenish the glycogen stores. When I had first got way into the CrossFit scene back when we first met in 2012-ish, 2011, yeah. um, I was on the super secret, like, intermittent fasting, low-carb, back-carb backloading diet that I put together and lost a ton of weight because I wasn't eating enough, and then all of a sudden I couldn't work out, and I, I was just wrecked for a couple months. Um, we both kind of started yeah. at really funny places. I weighed 174 pounds and got just demolished by any sort of barbell. Yeah, I was and then like Jans was going through his crisis of his diet yeah. thing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> poor decisions and trying to do stuff, the super secret squirrel stuff. It's like, oh, this is going to be the best thing in the world because it combines all of these special Everything. things. Everything. And as it turns out, it, it just depleted really my glycogen stores. And yeah, it was a great way to learn. Yeah. That. Um, yeah. Great way to learn. Um, That's where I learned that I couldn't sustain life being paleo. Yeah, I physically couldn't eat enough food that mm-hmm. I was that clean to recovery. Yeah, and I started changing stuff, and then I went up to like, I think I put on twelve pounds, and I dropped down to. 8% body fat after gaining 12 pounds and then so that was pretty wild like I was eating more and I was eating you know dirtier food right and it worked but yeah so we want to do that one um, what else do we have coming out we have uh, we have a product called rapid build that's, that's going to be huge. in the R&D department athletes really like it um, it's creatine hydroxymethylbutyrate um, I like it for everything. Everything. <laughs> um, those are two two you products. You bounce back fast. Yeah, two products that have really they they combine with each other to be even better than they are individually. Yeah. Um, and there's there's research in it creates like free radicals that are research in the elderly community, research in the sports and fitness community. Um, research in uh, creatine. There's some interesting what was that research. Sprinting about study. Oh, that was sleep. That was. Sleep. Oh yeah, lack of sleep decreases sleep. sprinting. Uh, sprinting like ability sleep. Drastic, <laughs> drastically. Yeah. yeah. Sleep is huge. That's that was totally like separate though. Thing. Whoops. Um, I just remember that was a really interesting study. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was like a drastic drop in like sprint capabilities of collegiate. Basketball players, based solely accuracy. on their sleep, no other change at all but their sleep. So what do they recommend for sleeping more? Just more for athletes. For athletes, yeah, it's nine plus, which is you know. impossible at the Division One level. Yeah, which is why those kids are just. I'm going to soapbox, but they're making universities and communities millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars and TV networks and all this other stuff. And then they're going to school. They're passing school. Mm-hmm. They're going to practice film and strength training and sprint training conditioning every day, all the time. And then on top of that, we're telling them better sleep nine hours. You know, I don't know if you've ever like worked out late at night or like come back from late practice, go straight to like the library or whatever, and then go try to go to bed. Good luck. Yeah. What did? But what did you do? You stared at the. What did you do? You stared at the ceiling. I don't know. I've been thankful. I'm like I, I lay down and I'm done. Were you? Oh yeah, it's just yeah, lights out. Even even in the even in my times now, like if it takes me more than two minutes to fall asleep. Like I don't know so what's going on. Yeah, I don't. Rare, I get. I'm very rare. lucky in that regard. I'm, I can relate because when I was teaching that late class, I'd get home and I'd be up for like yep. sometimes two hours, mm-hmm. like you know, at least an hour. And a half. If I don't, if I don't wind myself down at the end of the day, like my brain doesn't stop. I color. Period. Like you? Yeah. Up, he got up, me into coloring. Yeah, adult coloring books. 
I can I can go to bed night. So I'll like I'll pop uh, three or four of the night gains. Start coloring. Done. Done. Yeah. Just done. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But see, I couldn't even read before. I was too amped up to like focus on a page. So I went to coloring. Cool. Yeah. It's been fun. Markers, color pencils. Yeah, we have these. Uh, we have those flipped markers where it's like a brush, like a bigger brush on one side and like the pen on the other. Okay. Pretty cool. <laughs> it's mental health, man. It's it really mental is. health. It, Paul got me into that. I was so when I was working with AJ trying to figure out why right. my body was physically shutting down when I was 24 or whatever and supposed to be in great shape and I was, but. I was abusing caffeine. I wasn't sleeping like I was supposed to be. I was overstressed, overworked all the time. I was commuting, which didn't help. Right. Um, but so all these things pile up, and then I was still working out two hours a day. Yeah. Um, so then I was under eating. I was over caffeinating. I was under sleeping, and I didn't have a way to like chill. You were always, you were always in flight or fight. Yeah. Your body never had a chance to. So he got. So Paul got me started on the. Uh, the coloring book thing and that was actually pretty, I, I was skeptical like yeah whatever else. <laughs> yeah <laughs> coloring book oh man yeah like, you're gonna spend too much time with your three year old now remember the, the text conversation you're like Any, anything I can do is like uh, get an adult coloring book whatever okay <laughs> sure thing cool Paul a couple days later it's like yeah it I'm actually kind of worked <laughs> um, um, then what else were we talking about uh, coming out uh, didn't we have one more? I don't know. I don't know. We we get together like this two two hour car ride over here is just. Mm-hmm. Anyway, well, maybe we can get our uh, Skype calls in. Yeah, yeah. As you guys are going. But those are the two big ones coming up, and those will be. Yeah. You know, I I think people would be pleasantly surprised with the rapid build. Um, mm-hmm. Like I still take mm-hmm. our home like you know. I take that at home, and mm-hmm. like I've been able to increase my volume again. Yeah. So, a lot of that has to do with like recovery and sleeping again. Nice. But like I can get home after work, work out quick, you know, do some monostructural conditioning type of work. I'm not a morning lifter, but I can knock out a 5k on the ski erg or go for like a half hour sprint session thing or whatever, and then take a nap, do whatever I have to do, and I can work out again later that day, which wasn't happening before. So I'm just. And we found that with like some like a lot of our athletes taking that too. They said their second session, their second or third session mm-hmm. has been vastly improved. Nice. Yeah. I can see with the benefits. It. Vastly improved. Nice. I can see the benefits in a non-athlete population though. I guess I should a non-elite athlete population yeah. because you look at just your your everyday Joe. You got to get up early, and you got to you know if you have your dad responsibilities or mom responsibilities yep. and work. And if you want to, you know, maintain an active lifestyle, where you fit in that, and then usually the evenings. Now for us, as the kids get older, running around with sports practices or whatever, like maybe you're not, you know, fitting in multiple workouts per day, but you got a lot packed in there. You still have to. Even with the like, take the aging population for example. You know, there's a ton of ton of research on creatine and delaying Alzheimer's and dementia progression, uh, in some cases stopping it. Um, and creatine does that by uh, boosting the mitochondria efficiency. So it makes your mitochondria more efficient at producing energy and then being able to, to function better. Um, hydroxymethylbutyrate on itself, there's some studies with the aging population where uh, there's a test called get up and go test. where you sit in a chair, you stand up, you walk 15 feet, you come back, and you sit down. So you do this with people at um, nursing homes. And just supplementing with hydroxymethylbutyrate over a couple days uh, significantly uh, decreased their amount of time that it took to do the get-up-and-go test. So you know, what people, you know what kills people in nursing homes? Muscle wasting. Yeah. Being sedentary. Yeah, you know, and that prevents the muscle wasting and the loss of muscle. Yeah, the hip fracture. Yep, yep. They Should never move. kill you, they can't, but yeah, it does. They don't do anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So that's what's been really cool with us, finding out more of that is, like, I've started pushing it on family members. Mm-hmm. They think I'm nuts. Yeah. Um, but I'm just trying to keep them around and healthier longer, truthfully. I mean, yeah. when sure. it comes down to it. So, so that's what's cool is, like, it's not just a sports thing. As much as we're involved in 
different sports and yeah you know it's hard to do though i mean how are you gonna tell her like well, she yeah. already gets some stuff but i think just we'll, mix it in we'll talk about secret but if you have objections, I mean, you're just giving them information. And, yeah. You know, that's all you can do, really. And that's true. But that's been cool. Like, we got way more broad um, as a company than I ever anticipated. Yeah. Especially when we first launched. Right. We had a very niche market that we were going to go yeah. after, and it quickly grew. Um, not awesome just to, you don't have to you're not even targeting yeah, it just works out. <clears throat> but like, not even just the protective services, and like, we're still getting into that market. That's a mm-hmm. finicky market at times. Um, guys are too tough to admit that they're not what they were, they need more. Um, but uh, getting into the CrossFit market and the elite level. And the weekend warrior level has been really fun, and to see people progress and do things they've never done. Like one of our um, brand ambassadors, Dano, um, has been just crushing yeah. everything. And a lot of it, the only change he made was the flame off. Yeah, flame off was huge for him. Same with night gains. He uh, yeah, that's been big for him. Too. I did a competition with Dano back in February of this year, and you know every workout that. That and Daniel's weekend. an adaptive athlete. Yeah. So okay. yeah. So it's not just a yeah. He's right, right. Yeah. So he he would say you know I should probably go first on this on this workout because if my feet go then like his feet um, I'm not entirely sure. Can't remember what, what the process but just was. Kind of lock up on him. Okay. Um, After enough movement. Yeah. And stuff. You met Dano at the house. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Okay. yeah, yeah. was there. Um, so he started taking flame off. Um, I gave him night gains that weekend. He's like, oh, that's the best I slept in a long time. Yeah. Um, normally he's just up and kind of insomnia or wakes up and can't get back to sleep. But the flame off, I sent him some, and he's like, dude, half an hour after I took it, like, my feet felt great. Nice. Like, wow. Which can is all... He's setting... He's setting... He ran a... He ran a lot. The a other one thirty-five, four hundred. Yeah. Like after his third this one. This is a guy who was told at a young age he would never yeah. exercise, never yeah. run. Five never years walk. ago, he just five years ago he just got out of so his he's moving. races. Yeah. Um, so that's been rewarding for us. That was his. That was his third one. His third four hundred, like in a you know timed timed rest session. No. But that's yeah. been cool. Like now you're literally changing. Someone's life, yeah, yeah. Um, and that's been really fun, you know. And I mean, he loves it yeah. clearly. It's a new lease on a new life, but um, yeah, you know, we got into that, and we're getting into more, you know, the military and stuff, um, veterans and active. Um, working more with, like, we'll be working more with people suffering with TBI and PTSD. Mm-hmm. Um, we just uh, joined up with uh, the Receiver Factory, uh, which is a group of trainers who. Yeah, I remember you talking about that. Yeah, and they just signed. Um, they just signed a deal. They are like personally training Antonio Brown, nice. who's the best wide receiver in the in the NFL and. Um, we have the opportunity to do a lot of really cool things with them too, working with these this elite level of athletes, um, where we can not only provide knowledge on products but lifestyles and you know um, better recovery habits because their their body's literally their life and their livelihood, um, and you're starting to see that switch in the NFL in all sports now where people are really serious about longevity. I mean, really serious. And it didn't used to always be that way, you know? It used to just be party time, whatever. And now it's like, nope, I want this eight-year career to be 10. And I want to be productive, and I want to do this. And and they're, they're taking it very, very serious. And so it's been really cool that we're starting to get involved with with that too and so the more we do with these diverse groups the more we learn mm-hmm. not just as for not just for the the company but as humans mm-hmm. and as people yeah um and then i feel like we're able to do even more good like we we 
we donate a lot to charities. Um, that's been pretty big with our starting the company is we didn't want to be 100% straight pocket the money. Um, so we support a lot of um, firefighter charities, police, military, um, other things that we get involved with. But um, but a lot of that speaks to the people that we're surrounded with too. Like all of our athletes we know personally, mm-hmm. trust really enjoy being around them mm-hmm. believe in them and so far they believe in us yet so <laughs> um they still do after they met it um well i think you've met more athletes yeah you, a little more i uh i got to meet quite a few of them for the first the time at the, at the games so they still trust there us you after go. that there you go we can see you're genu- genuinely concerned and like interested in how and that's what's been cool with our athletes too is they attest to that and you build loyalty together you know so even though you know like a better monetary deal could possibly come up for them down the road but a lot of them well so far everybody's stuck with us so it's been you have that trust yeah Mm -hmm. it's been cool sorry for the quick um Cut on the end there, uh, cut a little short, we had some recording difficulty, we're actually really happy that we got this whole episode back, uh, we had some issues, but with that, uh, we really hope you enjoyed the episode, definitely check out uh, www.paragonfn.com to check out all the stuff that they referenced in this episode, and again, using promo code CP15 for 15% off at checkout, um, again, hope you really enjoyed this, if you have questions, feel free to get a hold of us through whatever means works best for you. And with that, thanks again for listening and have a great day. Thank you for checking out this episode of Clinically Pressed. Go to clinicallypress.com for full show notes and links to everything that was covered in this episode. While you're there, you have access to all of our episodes, insights, and shorts. You can find Clinically Pressed on YouTube and any podcast outlet. If you could give us a rating, thumbs up, or review on how we are doing, we would greatly appreciate it. To get more free content delivered to your inbox, sign up for the Total Athletic Therapy Newsletter. You'll get direct links to all new Clinically Pressed episodes, reviews on some of the latest research in health and performance, and links to related podcasts and other items meant to help you make the complicated simple and optimize performance. Thank you for listening and see you next episode.